The following contains copyrighted material that is protected under Section 107 of the United States Copyright Law, also known as Fair Use. In accordance with Title 17 USC, Section 107, the material is being used for purposes of education, commentary, criticism, and research. 12 Rules for Life and Antidote to Chaos is owned by Dr. Jordan B. Peterson, Norman Doidich, and Luminate Psychological Services Limited. All other related research is owned by their respective authors. Please support the official release. The future of Negro in this country is precisely as bright or as dark as the future of the country. This is why Frederick Douglass could say that emancipation for the Negro was freedom to hunger, freedom to the winds and rains of heaven, freedom without roofs to cover their heads. And this type of thinking also will bring an end to the brutality inflicted upon black people by white people. It is the only thing that will bring an end to it. The last point we're going to go through, right, is um, the subsection rising up, right? And he goes in and he says, sometimes people are bullied because they can't fight back. But just as often, people are bullied because they won't fight back. And I think I fit the latter, right? Uh, it's, 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 I can't say that I've ever been really bullied growing up, per se. Not really. Um, you know, I always fought back when I when I had to, you know, especially if there was a fair chance of me, you know, winning said fight. Right. But, you know, um, I've always loathed the whole arrogance of people in power who both beat their chest and walked as though they own everything and they are owed everything. You know what I mean? Um, I also know how far I'll go when I'm pushed. Like, I know I have a temper. I know that, that I got anger issues. Like, I think I told you about the time I blacked out and power slammed somebody on, on the gym floor. You know what I mean? Uh, but I learned at an early age that I had to be controlled at all times or else someone will get hurt. Citing that I'm only aggressive when I have to be and my docile nature slash demeanor is, you know, for the protection of other people. That's that's the rationale that I tell myself. Like I have to be the control or else I'm hurt somebody. You know what I'm saying? So um, this attitude has affected me negatively in the dating realm where women, once again, respond to the perception of ma uh, masculinity. Uh, and if I were to say I was ever bullied or taken advantage of, it'd be in that realm. You know what I'm saying? Because this, the, the 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 dichotomy between the two, you know what I'm saying, the, the the courting nature of dating, as opposed to how it actually is, you know what I'm saying. Like I was operating in what um, I was told, you know what I'm saying, was the, the the fairy tale thing, as opposed to the reality, and that come that 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 makes you come across as naive or too nice or you know what i'm saying like and and you know if you don't know no better you 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 say yes to everything like there are no boundaries there you know what i mean and that further reinforces the whole naive nature of your position and 
so with that, you know, Jordan was talking about, and I mean, I, I think he literally was just uh, monitoring me at this point because he was like, with their capacity for aggression straight jacketed within a too narrow morality, those who are only compassionate and sacrificing, naive and exploitable, cannot forth cannot call forth a genuinely righteous and appropriately self-protective anger necessary to defend themselves. If you can bite, you generally don't have to. That was my model or my mantra for the longest time, but I think I misunderstood it, but I understand it better now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, if you say no and mean it, then the scope of oppression on the part of the oppressor will remain properly bounded and limited. Basically, he was talking about um, uh, uh, being assertive, right? Uh, my therapist recently told me about that. Like, you know, a lot of people think assertiveness equates to aggressiveness, and that's not the case. I always thought that. I always thought that, that you had to be aggressive in order to be assertive. I thought it was interchangeable. That's not the case. And then also, the key is in, in that statement for me is just like realizing that everybody is a, is a potential oppressor because people will always do what they can and use who they can for their own personal benefit, even if that means stepping on you to get there. You cannot expect you from everyone else. That is what it truly means to be naive. Just because you won't do something to somebody doesn't mean the next person won't do it to you. You have to keep that in mind. Naive and harmless people usually guide their perception and actions with a few simple axioms. Uh, one, people are basically good and no one wants to hurt another person. And two, the threat or or use the threat and use of force is wrong. Malevolent people prey on naive people who hold these axioms as gospel. There was a, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'll talk to you offline about my note about that one. <laughs> but um, I will say that that, uh, that, that, you know, there is a correlation there that, you know, alludes to the whole incel thing. Like uh, that asshole, uh, Elliot Roger, if you don't know who he is, Google him. He was that incel dude that went on a killing spree because women rejected him. It was like the Supreme Gentleman or something, something like that. Um, but anyway, uh, there's very little difference between the capacity for mayhem and destruction integrated and strength of character. Emotion is partly bodily expression and can be amplified or dampened by that expression. People like lobsters size each other up partly in consequence of stance. We talked about, we were talking about this earlier when, when we were saying like dudes naturally size each other up. You know what I'm saying? So just in case there is a fight, you're you're already planning for a confrontation the moment you meet somebody new. Because, oh, dude! Because that because that threat <laughs> of violence, that low level threat, of, the low level threat of always, violence, it's <laughs> always present. You always have to know. It's almost like uh, it's almost like them fucking movies with them fuck with them fucking espionage spy motherfuckers. Like, oh, know your exits. Always know how yep. to get out of the room. Motherfucker, the same shit with dudes. Dudes look at each other, yo, if this motherfucker lose his shit for whatever reason, how am I going to take this motherfucker down? If it's me or him, how am I going to get out this motherfucker? And based on your answer to yourself is how you're going to interact with that person. I've noticed that as well. If you don't think you can whoop that motherfucker's ass, you're going to be a little timid around him. Yep. <laughs> you're going to be a little or, timid. Or you, you could be, or you could be having that bravado 
and you just go. Or you could be having that problem. Just say it with your chest, and then what they say, fuck around and find out. <laughs> Yo, because I listen. I don't. I've, I've only been in a handful of fights in my life. You understand? Like actual like altercations. The vast majority of them took place. I think two took place when I was in the military, mm-hmm. and the other three or four, three, three. I think took place when I was a uh, in, in school, basically. All right, and I don't. I've always, you know, my model. I've always had this model. I might lose the fight. I might. There's always a possibility, no my boy. If Anderson Silva can get knocked the fuck out for a random ass kick, listen, anybody can get knocked I've out. You said, understand? I've always said, I don't care how good you are. There's always gonna be at some point somebody better. <laughs> listen, I might lose the fight with my always my model. I might lose, but you're gonna know you, you was goddamn in the right. Like, I'll be able to look. It ain't gonna be I no one hit a quitter. It ain't gonna be like me. I'm gonna tussle. No one understand that I gave him all. Like we gonna be fighting. You gonna know you the other guy was in a fight. I might lose. But you should see the other guy. But you should see the other. Real talk, bro. But like, like yeah, like men naturally size each other up on first meeting. Right, and then even afterwards, like even after, like yo, even after y'all been friends for a good minute, it's still like you trust them, but it's like if we ever, if it ever came down, I'll be be straight up with you. Sometimes I wonder who will win between you and me. It is a constant question. It is a consequence. I was like, I wonder if we ever actually ever came to blows. If anything, if we Listen, ever had a You are my brother, bro. And we never actually we physically never physically fought. fought, but that question is always you know burning funny? in the back of you my head. Funny? I got into a conversation, uh, I'm not gonna say no name, but one of my brothers uh-huh. <laughs> got into a fight with his best friend. You know the best friend, don't say his name. <laughs> and uh he lost. My brother lost. Mm, mm. <laughs> he told me, and he told me about it, and he was like, and he was like, yeah, that was a, that was a big. <laughs> you lost the fight and your best friend. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a pretty. Oh, they still oh. friends. They still okay, friends, but it's like they got into a fight over some stupid shit. But he knocked, he knocked my brother out, and I was like, well, you know. I mean, now yeah. you know. But that's men, though. But like, this is the thing that I find is funny: is men will physically fight, right? Whereas <laughs> women, they 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 physically fight too. Don't get it twisted. But a lot of the time, it's more cutthroat, uh, underhanded. Yeah. It's more underhanded, more assassination, uh, character assassination yeah. type <laughs> shit. Like, like nah, I'm gonna get this bitch back. I'm gonna spread a rumor that she a hoe and she slept with so and so. Or uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> bro, like. <laughs> Bruh, like, like, can you really just spread at this point? Every when everything's green, like, oh, uh, oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Like, everything's good, and there's nothing that you can shame anybody for because there is no such thing as shame. So, like, there's no rumors. Green back, <laughs> it's like her weave is fake. Bitch, you got a lace front. <laughs> well, 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 she got a BBL and you got hip injections. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> like you ain't got there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing nobody can say about anybody. All I'm saying. <laughs> and, and, and even and it, it's still funny that women still go for that though. Like when you see two women fight, 
like typically it's like oh bitch you a slut blah 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 but like they always go for that body count type deal bro they don't they don't typically go for like the same shit that men go for like you know what i'm saying like Nah, man. They just don't come to blows. Yeah. No time. <laughs> like, at some point, you stop talking and you just, you know, you have a conversation. <sighs> but anyway, yeah, man. Um, and that and that sense of going back to the topic, mm-hmm. and that sense of uh, like uh, that like macho-ness, that that sense of you know top dog. Like, even if it is a bravado, women like that shit. Again, perceived. Perceived. Nice, it's, 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 it's the beast, yeah, right? Yes. It's the savage. It's the savage, right? They want to see that savage. It's, um... Like, Tarzan is a prime example of that shit. That's another great prime example. Yeah. The, the the woman taming the, the taming Tarzan. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Civilize the savage. Women love Dave that Chappelle's shit. mom gave him advice since he was a kid. I don't know if you've seen his Mark Twain acceptance speech, right? A couple years ago. But he said his mom used to always give him this advice. He was like, baby, sometimes, well, he said, she said, baby, sometimes you have to pretend to be the lion to be the lamb you really are. Yep. And I sat there and I was like, you know what? That makes a ton of sense, especially in today's world. You have to pretend to be something. And you know what? I'm writing. I'm writing an article about uh, the masks we have to wear. I might have to include that whole little thing, that that little blurb in there. But like, you know, you have you have to. That's a very potent. Yeah, mask. you know, you have to pretend to be one thing in order to survive nowadays. You know what I'm saying? And then once people get to know you, you can lift the mask and you can, you know what I'm saying? By in, in small increments, introduced who you are, and I mean tiny increments. You know, because like it's gone other days uh, after the couple, the first couple of dates. Can you really like let your personality show? Um, it's it's literally even after you're in a relationship, little by little by little, do you let them see who you are? You know what I'm saying? That mask has to slowly peel off in order. You know what I'm saying? To really uh, make a lasting impression. You know what I'm saying? And be accepted, no less. No, man, I feel you. I mean, shit, I've been married 14 years. Truth be told. That mask is still kind of... (laughs) (laughs) Like, because you never... You always want to leave something. Like, that's one thing. Like, there always has to be some sort of mystery about you. Like, you can never truly, as a dude, let your guard all the way down. That's sad. Yeah, that whole uh, vulnerable spiel is uh, is uh, all bull. Like you, oh, you complete bullshit. Want, you don't. That's not what you want. You know that the mystery is is more enticing. You know, if you react to something new in an unexpected way, that's enticing. You know, especially after 15 years. You know what I'm saying? Dude, just like this study that just came out, man, showing that women cheat more when they're bored, man. Oh, bro. <laughs> I'm glad that there's actual physical evidence now. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 gonna move to a last point. Um, and this was probably my favorite point in all of chapter one. Okay. He says, standing up physically also implies and invokes and demands standing up metaphysically. Standing up means voluntary accepting the burden of being. 
it reminds me of a quote from one of my favorite movies, uh, 2002's The Count of Monte Cristo. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. You you had, uh, I, don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was a scene where the Count gave a birthday toast to his enemy's son out of courtesy because his enemy is a horrible father as he was a horrible friend. Um, but at the end of the, uh, but at the end of the toast, he imparted some uh, some wisdom into, as I came to find out later, was a young Henry Cavill. And let me tell you, that man had that chin since he was a kid. <laughs> that chin has always been there. So, he is the crimson chin. You hear me? <laughs> I was just about to, oh! Read my mind, my dude. You read my mind. There it is. But at the end of the toast, he said, he said to a young Henry Cavill, he said, life is a storm, my young friend. You will bask in the sunlight one moment and be shattered on the rocks the next. What makes you a man is what you do when that storm comes. You must look into that storm and shout as you did in Rome, do your worst for I will do mine. Then the fates will know you as we know you. Insert name here. The man, mm. which is solidified by Jordan Peterson saying, you respond to a challenge, not react, instead of bracing for a catastrophe. Mm. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to bid you all farewell until the next chapter. Cam, you got anything, any closing remarks you want to say? Oh man, that that summed it up, man. That summed it up perfectly. All right, so y'all tune in. Y'all tune in for chapter two. Um, we which will be coming in the coming weeks. I'm Alex. I'm Cam, and we'll see you on the flip. Peace. All music for this episode was provided by EpidemicSound.com. Our highlighted artist for this episode is Ocean Jams. You can find Ocean Jams on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Amazon Music, and Deezer. Please support independent artists. Thank you.